Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. These are familiar sights and sounds in San Francisco's North Beach neighborhood. Over a year and a half into the pandemic, they're welcome ones. Music pumping out of the historic venue on Green and Powell. The final stages of show lights and equipment being loaded in. And the finishing touches on a creative remodel of the iconic Club Fugazi. From the Battery Street Studios of KCBS Radio in San Francisco, this is Bay Current, keeping you current on what the Bay Area is talking about. It's Friday, October 8th. I'm Matt Pittman. Just how iconic is Club Fugazi? Well, the block of Green Street where it sits is named for the show that called Club Fugazi home for 45 years, Beach Blanket Babylon Boulevard. Beach Blanket Babylon ended its 45-year run with its final show on New Year's Eve 2019, just months before COVID changed everything. Now, almost two years later, Club Fugazi will open its doors once again, with a redesigned interior and with a new show. The Cirque du Soleil-esque Dear San Francisco, A High-Flying Love Story. More on that in a bit. Recently, I spent part of an afternoon at Club Fugazi as the crew went about its final preparations for the long-awaited reopening and the world premiere of Dear San Francisco, A High-Flying Love Story. My KCBS radio colleague, Melissa Colross, was there too. You've been in the Bay. I think you told me that you're coming up on your 25th anniversary in the city. Absolutely. Moved here November 30th, 1996. So, so I mean, you're, you're, you're approaching native status. Let's be honest. I don't know that the natives would agree with that, but <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, well, <laughs> what do you remember about the show um, and, and just kind of the iconic status of it and the way people still talk about it with such reverence? So I actually had a chance to see it just a few months before it closed. And one of the things... Uh, that always struck me was how amazingly talented the performers are. They would get up there and and I, I mentioned to you before we started recording that I sing as a hobby and I always would, I would say to myself, oh my God, I'm so cute. I think I can sing. I just cannot listen to these people. Like they were just amazing energy, the singing and the dancing and then the big hat that came out at the end of every performance. And it was, you know, it really was iconic. You felt like while you were watching it, you felt like you were part of San Francisco history because the show had been around for 45 years. So many people had seen it from presidents and, you know, Prince Charles and Camilla Bowles had seen it. And, you know, there you are sitting here in San Francisco and it's just, up, if you live in the city, it's just up the street, so to speak. And it was right here always for you. Gypsy Snyder is co-artistic director of Seven Fingers. It's an arts collective that's produced theatrical circus and acrobatic shows all over the world. She's produced for Olympic ceremonies on Broadway. She's an SF native. San Francisco, a high-flying love story is her baby. 
to do it here at Club Fugazi. Uh, was that something that was on your radar maybe several years ago? Um, and what does it mean to you uh, that you'll be performing this show, that you'll be putting on this show, opening this show in this historic venue that, that hosted a, a, a show for 40, the same show for 45 years? What does that mean to you? Uh, the significance is practically overwhelming. Uh, the, the homecoming that it is for me in so many ways, but also really realizing, the, you know, and realizing the, the roots of my art form and how it came from here and how much the city and this community gave to me and inspired me early on in my career. Um, to be able to give back is very overwhelming. Uh, I've been looking for a venue or a project of this magnitude for the last 10 years and I happened to be in town when Beach Blanket announced that they were leaving and it just it just hit me so clearly that that one this venue wanted to keep going that people want to have this kind of culture in the city and that North Beach has absolutely embraced the idea so um, overwhelmingly I, I had an instinct that this was the place to do it I knew that I would never be able to even come close to the legend of Beach Blanket, you know, Beach Blanket was just, it was inter, an integral part of what San Francisco is. Sure. And I do believe that circus has that um, power within the city, that 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 grace and, and acceptance within the city. But I also think, you know, there's this funny thing, Beach Blanket created all those wonderfully huge hats right. because the sight lines in the theater were restrictive and they really wanted to, to please the, the whole audience. Kind of that old adage of you got to play to the back row. You got to right. play to the back row. Well, Circus does that same thing because everything we do is up in the air and high and, and, and just seem, somehow just melts off the stage here. And I feel like in a way we, while we'll never be able to replace Beach Blanket, I think that there are certain inherent qualities in what we're doing here um, that actually do kind of continue the the incredible work that Beach Blanket did for 45 years. And, and the things that, that that your performers are able to do, that you're able to design and build into the show, and that they're able to execute in such a small space, but really just kind of blow your mind with how high in the air and near the ceilings they're able to get and just it's really creative use of the space not a lot of places i would imagine could allow you to program a show like that involving circus i have to say the last touring show that i created i actually created a show that had these like walls that moved around the stage to create small spaces mm -hmm. and and what i loved about that was the circus kind of exploded the the walls so, so somehow being in a very small space the circus is actually much more explosive and much more impressive we were working on a trick that for us is kind of you know tr trick of the trade we you know a trick that we are used to doing and somehow it gets this huge reaction because the room is so small you're not used to seeing something so big in such a small space so I think that's really exciting. Gypsy and Seven Fingers have assembled a cast of acrobatic performers from all around the world, including China and Australia. But one performer stands out. I'm actually uh, born and raised right here in San Francisco in uh, Noe Valley District, so I feel at home. That's Devin Henderson. And performing in a show written as a love letter to San Francisco has obvious personal significance. It's also allowing him to continue his journey as a circus and acrobatic performer. When COVID shut down all live performances, it meant performers like Devin couldn't work. Even training to stay at the top of his game was a challenge. This show 
has meant a new lease on life. We are ready. We are ready to bring this show. We're ready to work together, ready to flip again. I mean, our bodies, it's like dusted off the rust, you know? We got to get ready. And so, yeah, it's an incredible feeling. I mean, I'm 32. I'm getting ready to... I thought I was getting ready to just maybe stop my career as a circus performer, but just being... You know, shocked back to life with this performance and this creation has just been has been a blast. In your hometown, even that's hometown. yeah, San Francisco, baby. Many San Franciscans will return to Club Fugazi, and will notice some changes. This morning, I was walking. I walk up from Fisherman's Wharf. I walk over from the marina, and between Fisherman's Wharf and here, eight people stopped me. I was wearing the Club Fugazi T-shirt, and eight people stopped me to ask me, "When can we come in? When can we come in?" When eight people at you know eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so David Dower is the executive producer at Club Fugazi. What are some of the changes that people will notice first, and maybe what are a couple that are a little more subtle? Yeah. So well. Many of the changes are not subtle, <laughs> so they're going to notice right away when they walk in the room, oh, the seating's all different, the balcony's gone, they'll notice the, the projection screens on either end of the room, um, so they're going to notice right away that it's a new era for this room. Uh, what they may not notice is the care we've taken to kind of restore some of the um, elements around the room because of the, the theater light, but we've been really working to bring out the bones of this place and to have, have the structure of the place celebrated by the way it looks and feels in here. And also its history. This room was... Beach Blanket did a perfect thing for 45 years they did it. Prior to that, it was the Grateful Dead had its first album release party in here. Thelonious Monk recorded the album Alone in San Francisco in here in front of a live audience. All the pop stars and, and classical music stars from Italy in the 40s and 50s played in here. So it's a long history of important and exciting moments that we're stepping into. And there's never been a circus. It's time. A link to Club Fugazi's website where you can learn more about the show, about Devin and the cast, about Gypsy and Seven Fingers, and info on tickets is in the description of this episode. Subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Pittman. Have a safe weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.